Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Officer Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge Savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Joining you in the 630 Chad Studios, jam-packed edition of Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex is a local Alberta company that supports local business and charities. Digitex is 630 Chad's copier team. Uh, coming up on uh, today's edition of Oilers Now. By the way, the song, uh, for those of you that have seen the movie Miracle, and it was a good movie, though it was complete revisionist crap, uh, especially about the type of team that Canada had built that year in the 1980 Olympics. Um... Almost wrecked it for me, that song. Almost wrecked it. Kurt Russell uh, playing the role of Herb Brooks, who has a statue outside of the front of the XL Energy Center, who today are looking for a new general manager after Cliff Fletcher, who made the playoffs the last six years, uh, had been there nine years as a head coach. Uh, His contract was up. He was not extended. He's a terrific guy and a regular uh, guest here on Orders now over the last several years, and um, I'm sure he will uh, not be unemployed for long. A terrific person. Coming up on today's... uh 
show. So much to get to. Uh, the Calgary Flames today made the worst-kept secret in hockey official. Uh, Bill Peters is the head coach of the Flames. We'll have some comments coming up first half hour of the show uh, from Brad Trailaving and Bill Peters. Uh, we'll go about last night with uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. How about how about that crazy game yesterday? That was wild, old school. Uh, some thoughts on that. New Jersey Devils um, eliminated on the weekend as well. And Nashville uh, taking care of business against the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Uh, Saturday night, uh, Brendan, we and uh, Epstein's uh, mother was one of the ones to text in at 6.30, 6.30. Hey, Bob, what did you make of... Uh, uh, all of the rumors about Koskinen, the uh, Finnish-born goaltender that played in the KHL. Well, we're going to hit on that as well in the opening half hour of the show. John Shannon coming up from NHL Hockey on Rogers at uh, 12.35 today. Uh, we're working on potentially a couple guests between 1 and 1.30 uh, that are... We need some things to come into place before uh, we make anything official. And then former Edmonton Oilers head coach... Ron Lowe in studio was a head coach of the Oilers and the New York Rangers in the National Hockey League. He's involved. Uh, what's going? Uh, what's going on with that? Hockey helps the homeless. Yeah, it's a terrific event, and you're going to get me some more information on that. I know Robin Brownlee's uh, involved in that as well, longtime Edmonton-based writer, and uh, we will uh, have Ron in studio to talk about a multitude of different fronts. Uh, I was privileged enough to have Ron join us for a couple trips this year. Uh, one in Vegas, and was at a dinner uh, with some of uh, the Oilers uh, staff uh, for. An event, and uh, Ron has uh, definitely not lost his sensitivity, uh, sense of humor, uh, all the while uh, being uh, sensitive to how the game is played today. Where do you want to start here? Why don't we? Uh, should we get to the the goaltending stuff first? Okay, so Saturday night, Elliot Friedman mentioned that uh, goaltender Miko Koshkinen, uh, Koshkinen may be uh, out there uh, is a pending uh, UFA over in the KHL, and it's believed that the Edmonton Oilers are amongst the teams that are in on him. Uh, subsequent to that, I know that I uh, put a tweet out uh, regarding... Uh, just a, a couple thoughts here. My understanding is the KHL UFA uh, players' contracts expire uh, on April the 30th. That means that you can sign uh, players that were playing in that league starting May the 1st. So think about that for a second. And uh, Peter Shirelli and his availability on April the 11th, and I know because I asked him the question, uh, said that the goaltending was close or near to the top of things to look at uh, when I asked him about getting another goaltender to ease Cam Talbot's workload. Uh, I, I guess the first things we probably should do, that's work. we should work in order here. Um, the first guy that we had the avail- availability was with was Todd McClellan, and uh, that was on April the 9th, which was uh, two weeks ago today. Uh, it was in the morning, and we hosted orders now during the course of the afternoon. I asked Todd the following question at the availability that day. Sometimes uh, less is uh, less is more. Uh, Cam's got a lot of starts in the last couple of years. In an ideal situation, with all due respect to Montoya, who missed a couple opportunities to capitalize later in the year on some opportunities, would it be a beneficial scenario for there to be more competition there? And could you envision exploring maybe non-traditional uh, markets to get goaltenders? Yeah, we're getting quite specific now on um, on adjustments to the team. Um, competition's healthy. Competition's uh, a good thing, not only in that position, but defensively, forwards, power play, penalty kill, um, you know, accountability, and um, that's that's likely uh, a position we'll look at. We we feel that Talbs is, is a number one goaltender and a very good one. Um, 
and uh, he'll respond with a really good year. Um, the pace that the game has played at, even over the last few years, I'm not sure that goalies can continue to play 75 games. It's just happening so fast. And, um, you know, having somebody in there that, that can provide a high level of confidence within the team and the group and, and steal you games is important. Uh, with that comment, I'm not saying that we don't have that. Uh, I think uh, Al went in and, and played tremendously, especially when uh, he was called out of the bullpen. Uh, he played better in those situations, in my opinion, than the starts. And a lot of times that's a, a backup's role. Um, LB was uh, was thrown to the Wolves early in the year when, when Cam got injured. That wasn't the plan. It wasn't to have him play extended amount of games and take that pressure on that team, the, the, the team's pressure. But that's how it happens sometimes. All right, so that was Todd McClellan uh, in his availability on the morning of uh, Monday, April the 9th, right after Todd and Glenn Gullitson hmm, had returned uh, from Saskatoon after visiting uh, some of the uh, uh, families and players involved in the Humboldt uh, bus tragedy. On the show that day on Oilers Now, this is taken from April the 9th, uh, so two weeks ago today. Here's some thoughts. In a, I think in a perfect world, Cam Talbot starts 55 to 60 games, um, not 65 to 70. I'm not convinced Al Montoya, there were a couple times this year. Can you? Did you keep my question in here, by the way? Okay. Uh, there were a couple times this season that there was an opportunity for Al Montoya, and he got dinged up in practice. He's an older veteran. He's kind of been a guy capable of playing 10 to 15 a year. I believe the Oilers got to find a guy that can play... You know, 25, maybe 30 games a year. I don't know if that goaltender exists out there in terms of the potential UFAs that might hit the market. But the one thing about the goaltending position is there tends to be more goaltenders than jobs in the NHL. And there might be some other markets that become available. Uh, we've seen goalies come in from other countries, etc. Frankly, can I be honest with you? I thought there were guys that were at the Olympics that were better than some of the NHL backups. And that's why I brought up the fact that, you know, do you need to look outside of the context of traditional NHL? But, and I'm not saying necessarily Ben Scrivens because you've been down that path before. All right, so that was uh, two weeks ago today. Again, Elliot Friedman, Friedman mentioned on Saturday night uh, that the Edmonton Oilers uh, would, would be in on Miko Koshkinen, a uh, goaltender that uh, played with one of the best teams over in Russia the last couple of years. And, and, and just so you know on this, it's my belief that the range for some of these guys is uh, can be as high as 1.5 to 2.5 million euros tax-free. Okay? So that's just, we'll go on the low end of that, 1.5 uh, euros, and people might want to correct me on this. I, I think it's, let's multiply that by about 1.45, 1.4 in that range uh, to get a Canadian number. So it'd be like 2.1 million or something like tax-free. But there's money coming out of that system, uh, despite the fact that Putin has been reelected and is going to uh, stay on board for another six more years until, well, we'll see what happens. I won't even go down that path. Uh other than to tell you the World Cup is in Russia this year, and a lot of people think that the money is going to come out of Russian sport moving forward after uh, this summer. Uh, here we go. Against So that was uh, on Monday the 9th. On Wednesday the 11th, again, at an availability uh, that Peter Shirelli, the Oilers general manager, hosted, uh, I asked the Oilers president GM the following question. Peter, uh, Cam Talbot's had two straight years of 65-plus wins. This team travels a lot. Uh, does the organization look 
or need to look at going outside of what you currently have to maybe ease the workload for CAM moving forward? Um, yeah, that's a good question, Bob, and, and we will. And I know we have uh, contracted goalies for next year, Cam and, and, and Al Montoya, but it's certainly that's closer near the top of the list of things to look at. Um, and it's something that we'll have to look at closely because there are rigors of the travel schedule. There are rigors of playing a lot of games. You said 65 wins. Uh, I would hope <laughs> we would have 65 wins a year. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so that that's one of the things we got to look at. Then um, um, it certainly you want to... Uh, you, you, I, I would hope that Cam is our goalie going forward, like beyond next year. Contractually, he goes to next year, so we have to we have to put him in a position to succeed too, and we have to manage that better. And I've talked to Todd and the staff about managing that better. Managing it better means maybe you need a better alternative too. I'm not throwing Al under the bus. I thought he did a good job when we got him, and we needed to upgrade that position. So yes, good question. All right, so pretty clear that uh, the Oilers recognize they got to ease the workload moving forward on Montoya. What kind of scouting reports out there potentially on a goaltender like Koskinen? Again, uh, free agency April 30th for all uh, KHL free agents, so in theory a guy could be signed after uh, May 1st. The other thing that should be uh, perhaps uh, mentioned here, the European system is much more liberal and less defined in term, like you have guys in some leagues that are playing playoff games in places like Austria and Germany, they're playing playoff games for one team, and they've already signed with the team that they're they're going to be playing uh, for or playing against. So, for the sake of argument, you could have uh, Klagenfurt in Austria playing against Linz, and Linz will have a player that's a top scorer, and Klagenfurt, who's got more money, has already signed him for the next year, and the two teams are playing. That, that does not happen in the NHL. Uh, in the KHL system, you'll see a lot of guys get signed, re-signed in late April, and a lot of fellows get signed and committed in early May. In fact, we've already got one today. There was a report out of Finland saying that uh, the uh, former Edmonton Oiler Ilro Pakarinen has already signed in the KHL. So, there you go. Uh, we'll continue to monitor the story. Uh, Koskinen is big. Uh, he played on an excellent team. He had a terrific save percentage the last several years. Was pretty good for Finland during the Olympics as well. When we come back, we'll take a quick riff on uh, the news of the day, which involves the Calgary Flames making it official with Bill Peters. Um, and then uh, get to about last night as well. And again, for the record... Um, nothing confirmed. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it, even if the orders had something done? In in my belief, that wouldn't take place based upon the rules of the system until after uh, May the first. And at this at that time, we'll get if it is indeed uh, Koskinen, then we'll uh, we'll go down further down the path. But I would, and I know there was a report out there today, Brandon, from somebody saying uh, from a Latvian writer saying two years at two point five million in a tweet. Um, I believe that tweet is incorrect. Okay? I'm not going to say what part of it, 
but I believe the tweet is incorrect. 1220 in Edmonton, this is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oscar Clefbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. Thanks, Oscar. It's 1222 in Edmonton. All right, yesterday in the National Hockey League, the Pittsburgh Penguins closed out the Philadelphia Flyers. 8-5 blowout victory. Here is Mike Lang with a uh, pair of calls on Jake uh, Gunsel goals. The fans, Matang, hurries to the ice. He knocked down the Thurier. There's no penalty going to be called. The Penguins have scored from the left side. They take the sixth goal as Jake Gensel will get it and he'll get the hat trick. And the Penguins have a 6-4 lead. And the Pens have scored again. Right back on the attack and they're doing it all. It is Gensel again. Hallelujah, Hollywood. Can you believe what's going on here? Yeah, that was, uh, I was stunned. There was not a penalty call on that play on that uh, 6-4 goal. That was a pretty critical juncture in the game as well. That's Mike Lang. Uh, hey, Philadelphia, I know they made the playoffs. Their goaltending was bad. And you know what? Their, their second and third defense pairings, and Provorov is obviously hurt. Uh, he was pretty upset at the end of the game, too. And Pittsburgh's good. They got a good team. But Pittsburgh had an easy mark. That was not the typical Flyers team. Well, typical in the sense that their goaltending was terrible. Uh, but the depth in defense was a major issue. And, and, and frankly, that reinforces what the Oilers didn't get done this year. Because they lost both games to Philadelphia during the course of the season. National Predators. Edmonton hasn't beaten Nashville since Peter Laviolette has uh, started coaching the Preds. Here's Pete Weber on calls and goals for Austin Watson and Philip Forsberg. Puck back out, and the shot then taken. Now Watson gets the rebound in the left circle. Watson, backhands, that went behind Sissons. Now Benino, beautiful feed. Sissons turns, hit the post, and the rebound is put in by Watson. The Predators take a 2-0 lead at 10-19 of the first. They come back, does Como, and his out-high pass coming away. Predators a 2-on-1. Forsberg down the left wing, Arvids on the right side, and Forsberg shot, he scores! Philip Forsberg got it around the Hamburglar, and the Predators take a 3-0 lead. Uh, Colorado, I mean, they extended that baby to, to six games. Uh, Joe Sackick went from being a guy questioned for not being able to close a deal on Deshane to getting an unbelievable return of Matt Duchesne. Big step forward year for Colorado. We'll see what happens next season. Uh, well, we've... they just announced an, a contract extension for Jared Bednar, one-year yeah. extension. So, Well, he's he's good coach. Yeah. He did a good job this year. Uh, all right, so that was, those uh, we'll get to... The Preds' third line, by the way. Like The second line hasn't been very good for Nashville at all, but the third line... There's, there's people right now well. that were in playoff pools that did not take Austin Watson. What a story for Austin Watson. I mean, uh, you know what? <laughs> By the way, have you seen the movie I, Tanya yet? Wow. Tough movie at times. It's uh, hard to believe uh, families live that way. But uh, anyhow, Austin Watson's uh, personal triumph is pretty interesting as well. He, uh, he has overcome a lot on the family side to become the player that he is at the NHL level. The Calgary Flames, they make it official. Uh, they hire Bill Peters 
who, uh, you know, I've personally known uh, since the early 2000s. Bill, uh, actually, Bill Peters, when he played for Obima in the uh, Alberta Junior Hockey League, uh, the leading scorer on his team that one year was Mike Morin, who was a buddy of mine from Harry Ainley, much better player than me, uh, played for the Southside Athletic Club at Edmonton, played in the Western League as well. And Vince Ashton was a teammate of mine with the Strathcona Warriors. Both those guys uh, played on Bill Peters' team in Obima in the AJHL back in the day. Bill Peters, three years, Brendan, at the University of Lethbridge, 1759 and eight, okay, including one and 17 against the Alberta Golden Bears. He was taking a pocket knife to a gunfight against Rob Dom's teams. I mean, the Bears had way better players, uh, but he kept getting better as a coach. Won a Memorial Cup of Spokane in 2008 on the AHL, then worked with Mike Babcock in Detroit. Of course, Babcock helped him get that job in Spokane in the Western League. Carolina, uh, they're about the second or third best possession of the team uh, in the NHL over the four years that Bill was there, but they had the worst save percentage in the NHL during those four years at 899. He's an honest, hardworking coach that's improved his craft. Here's Brad Trayliving, a GM of the uh, Flames, on the process of hiring Bill Peters. You may know it was a little bit unique in, in bringing Bill here. Um, at the time that we, we made a decision for a change last week, um, I had, had gone and, and asked for permission to speak with Carolina regarding Bill's availability, and I want to thank the Carolina Hurricanes for their um, cooperation in that process. Um, and we were able to, 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 to move forward with Bill. Um, a couple of comments, I guess, and, and as I'm sure questions will come up. This is an individual I'm familiar with. Um, this was um, the individual at the time that we, once we made a change, that I was focused upon. And now that's not um, to be reckless or, or not look and uh, and talk to and interview a number of candidates. I was very familiar with the field that was out there. There's some great candidates. Um, I was focused on Bill, and it's um, it's based upon seeing and living it live with him over, albeit a short period of time. Um, he's prepared. I think he's a a student of the modern game. Um, I think he's relationship driven with players. Um, he's honest and direct. And I think that, uh, um, as you'll quickly come to realize, uh, as I do, he's going to be a, a tremendous addition to our staff. Bell Peters then had these comments on the opportunity to coach the team down south, the Calgary Flames. It's an honor and a privilege to coach in the National Hockey League, and even more so to do it in your home province. Uh, we're very fortunate to have some of the guys here that I got to spend a little bit of time with here this morning, and it's an exciting opportunity for my family and myself, both personally and professionally. It really is an opportunity to come home, being from Alberta, being a Canadian, and coming into a great situation with a passionate fan base and a real good team, a real good roster. And some of the stuff that I've read here recently as I've been traveling around, guys are disappointed uh, not to be continuing to play in the playoffs, and I'm right there with them as a coach. I want to be playing in the playoffs. So it's an uh, opportunity now to, to meet with you people and talk hockey a little bit, and then for Brad and I to get to work. You know what? Let's hope that next year at this time we're about getting ready for an Edmonton-Calgary round two in the Pacific Division. How does that sound? Does that sound good? That'd be awesome. All right, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bella. When we come back from NHL Hockey and Rogers, one of the most plugged-in men in the business, John Shannon.